And welcome back. <laughs> Market. And welcome back. <laughs> All right, I, I've got I've got to keep this in now. This this is the intro. Another episode of Lauer After Hours presents Cinema. This is a podcast series where we watch movies that are rated 69% on Rotten Tomatoes or 6.9 stars on IMDb, and we establish if it's worth it. I am at Deep Count on Twitter. I am joined tonight by Jeanette in Southern California. How you doing, Jeanette? Doing good. <laughs> Very excited for this. Uh, super, super. For this review that we're about to do. On this episode, we have the 2004 animation adventure comedy, Shrek 2. That's right. It is May, and it is still animation month. This movie is rated 89% on Rotten Tomatoes with 236 reviews from the critics, 69% on over 250,000 ratings from the audience, and 7.3 stars on IMDb with over 453,000 ratings. This one is directed by three people, Andrew Adamson, Kelly Asbury, and Conrad Vernon. You know Andrew Adamson from Shrek, Mr. Pip, The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian, and Future Cinema, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. You know Kelly Asbury from Nomeo and Juliet, Smurfs, The Lost Village, Ugly Dolls, and Future Cinema, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. These are all like DreamWorks productions, right? I, I believe yeah, so, yeah. So it's all in-house, yeah. Yeah, th- these are definitely in-house. You know Conrad Vernon from Monsters vs. Aliens, Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted, 2019's The Adam Family, and Sausage Party. I don't know if that one was DreamWorks. But that also stars um, someone, isn't the primary voice on that, our good friend Seth Rogen? It is. Right? He's he's on there, so. It is, yeah. Future repeat offender. I don't think Sausage Party is cinema eligible. I I think it may be a little below where we're looking for. So lots of people love the Sausage Party. Got it. Or they hate it. Anyway, this movie stars Mike Myers as Shrek. You know him from Austin Powers, So I Married an Axe Murderer, Wayne's World, and a cameo in Inglorious Bastards. This is also starring Eddie Murphy as Donkey. You know him from The Nutty Professor, Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop, and Daddy Daycare. We also have Cameron Diaz as Fiona. You know her from There's Something About Mary, Charlie's Angels, Future Cinema, Vanilla Sky, and Future Cinema, The Mask. Whoa, The Mask qualifies yeah. but not Sausage Party? We've got we've got Jim Carrey month coming up sometime here in the near future. I can promise you that. He's got like four or five that are on the list. Hmm. Recency bias there. You know right? Because like I think people Maybe. have like something that's a little bit newer people will have more fondness for 
and then go like you go back to things that were from like the 90s the early 2000s and you're probably a little bit more critical based off of like cgi and all sure. these other things because you're looking sure. at through through the modern modern eyes like cinematography and whatnot yeah We've also got Julie Andrews as the queen. You know her from Mary Poppins, The Sound of Music, The Princess Diaries, and Despicable Me. I think that's also another DreamWorks, isn't it? Yes. She's also the voice of Lady Featherington and Bridgerton. Yes, that's correct. Hubba hubba. This one also has Antonio Banderas as a puss in Boots. You know him from Desperado, The Mask of Zorro, The Thirteenth Warrior, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Shrek 2 has a runtime of 1 hour 33 minutes or 93 minutes Canadian. This film had a budget of $150 million and grossed $441 million North America and over $928 million worldwide. Yeah, I think because of these movies, I don't know if it's in your trivia, but these movies help make like eddie murphy like one of like in those lists like the top top paid actors in hollywood yep. and it was i think mostly off of this franchise yeah crazy I, I don't have the numbers for what the entire franchise made but i mean this one is almost a billion dollars yeah now if you look at those lists it's mostly anybody that's done anything in the avengers like mcu stuff they're like all the top grossing guys but it used Future to just call back <laughs> <laughs> Avenging month? Superhero month? Hmm. hmm. This movie is rated PG and you can find it right now on Amazon Prime Video. We got some taglines here. In summer 2004, they're back for more. Meh. No, that's Once a fact. Once upon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that one can get all the way the hell out of here. Once upon another time. That's another fact. Come on, all that money, and they clearly didn't invest in the tagline department. And the last one is definitely the worst one. Not so far, far away. Yeah, this they must have like gone to like the intern pool, and this <laughs> is like the best, or or maybe the only suggestions that made it into the suggestion box. Yeah, that, that makes sense. All right, we're going to get into this one here. We open on some once upon an exposition. A long time ago in a land far, far away, the narrator tells us about a king and a queen who had a beautiful baby girl. The daughter was cursed with a frightful enchantment. When the sun went down, she would turn into an ogre. The fairy godmother told the king and queen to lock her up in a tower and await the kiss of Prince Charming. We cut to a montage of Prince Charming riding his trusty steed through the tundra and a scorching desert. He gets to the Dragon's Keep, and here's the twist. The narrator is Prince Charming. We get a slow-mo hair flip here as he tells us that he is the most handsome in all the land. He climbs the highest tower to kiss the princess. Charming pulls back the curtain expecting to find the princess. Instead, he sees a wolf in Grandma's nightgown reading Pork Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Wolf tells Charming Princess Fiona is on her honeymoon. We cut to a honeymoon montage here with Fiona and Shrek as Accidentally in Love by the Counting Crows plays on the soundtrack. Such a good soundtrack for, yeah. uh, for the first two for movies. All of them. 
Well, yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember the third. Um, but that's not for right now. But the I do remember the first and this one. Like, just loved all the music. Yeah. Shrek carries Fiona over the threshold into a gingerbread house. They're shaving together. The couple that <laughs> shaves together stays together. Double sinks. <laughs> Always got to go with double sinks once you got to have a double sink. Mm-hmm. That right there is a marriage saver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kissing on the beach as the tide rolls in and covers them. A mermaid is now kissing Shrek. Fiona picks her up by the tail and yeets her back into the ocean where she is devoured by sharks. R.I.P. A wedding band is being forged in fire. Salute Billy Gill. Shrek fumbles it and it flies through the air and lands on Fiona's finger. I love you magically appears inscribed in the ring. They are slow-mo running through a field of uh, sunflowers. The camera pulls back to reveal that they are being chased by villagers with pitchforks and axes. Now they're frolicking down a forest path. Shrek steps in a trap and is ensnared by his ankle from a tree. Fiona goes full Street Fighter mode here and Hadouken to the villagers. <laughs> with, Shrek, with Shrek hanging upside down, she wipes mud from his face and gives him a Spider-Man kiss. Mm-hmm. Salute, I mean El Hassan. <laughs> They're now in a mud bath surrounded by fairies they've caught in mason jars. Fiona rips some serious ass here. Shrek follows suit. The mud pit is filling with bubbles as the fairies pass out from the smell. We're now back at Shrek's home in the swamp. Home sweet home. They go inside to see Donkey being very emo, singing the Harry Nilsson hit song, One. You know, what One is the Loneliest Number. <laughs> Donkey is super pumped to see them. Shrek asks what he's doing there. Donkey says he was taking care of their love nest. Shrek says, what, like sorting the mail and watering the plants? Camera pans up to show mail everywhere, and the plants have died. Donkey says, yeah, and I'm, and I'm feeding the fish. Shrek says he doesn't have any fish. Donkey says, well, you do now. I call this one Shrek and this one Fiona. They're both dead. Yep, belly up in the most grimiest fish tank ever. Maybe they were trying to escape. Shout out Nemo. <laughs> There's a lot of back and forth between DreamWorks and Disney slash Pixar. Mm-hmm. There's some little little subtle shots kind of thrown there, but I th- I think that one may have been the most subtle. Yeah, I think um the the whole I don't I don't know if this is like in your trivia, but like the first one makes it incredibly obvious going to the castle and making fun of Disneyland, and then Lord Fardquad was said to like look like was it i don't know if it was eisner but some guy that was like a disney dude and he the guys that started dreamworks they used to work for him and they just hated his guts so all these movies are just like ripping into disney and and all of the like the opening sequence with the book that's classic like from the disney like the classic Disney princess movies, Snow White, um, Sleeping Beauty, etc. So, yeah, a lot of it, they they just poop on him. Yep. All, all day. Better out than in, right? <laughs> Better out than in, I always see. <laughs> I, 
I, I may have to try to bust out the limited fake Ooh. Scottish accent here. And then they one up them by getting um, Mary Poppins herself to be a freaking voice on these vehicles. Yeah. Right? Because um, Mary Poppins is a, is a Disney movie. Julie yep. Andrews. That's movies, correct. Right? Not on the music, though. That, that was like 20th Century Fox. It was 20th Century Fox. That was Rodgers and Hammerstein. Yeah. yeah. But but now that's a Disney property because Disney bought Fox. Bought. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. That's, see, it all comes full circle. Oof. I think The Simpsons predicted all of this. <laughs> Even <laughs> our podcast. Now, <laughs> Simpsons also <laughs> now Disney. Uh, Shrek says it's time for Donkey to go. Donkey doesn't get the hint. Fiona asks, what about Dragon? Donkey says Dragon is very, has been very moody lately. He says he's just going to move back in with Shrek and Fiona. Shrek says he and Fiona are married now and want to be together. Donkey smiles. He's completely oblivious. Just with each other, Donkey is still smiling. Shrek says, alone. Donkey says, cool, I'll stay here and make sure nobody bothers you. Shrek says, you're bothering me. And Donkey finally gets it. He starts to head out, says he and Pinocchio are going to try to catch a tournament this weekend. He'll see him on Sunday for a barbecue. Shrek and Fiona are finally alone. Shrek says, now where were we? And they start to kiss. So Donkey, it's like, I guess they never offered him the advice of what you really should be doing is working on your relationship instead of being our third wheel. It's like, and he like, because obviously he's very dense. He doesn't get things. So maybe if they would have push that could he have left or whatever because it seems like somebody should have told him go work on your relationship if you really care about dragon he still would have been completely oblivious mm. donkey comes back in says i know i know alone but what do you want me to tell the rest of these guys out here there's a herald and some trumpeters playing a fanfare the last one busts into the hawaii 5 theme song the herald reads an invitation from the king and queen it's for a royal ball to celebrate their wedding. It signed the king and queen of far, far away, a.k.a. mom and dad. Donkey overhears this and invites himself. Shrek says they're not going. He says they'll be shocked to see Fiona like this. She says they'll be surprised, but they love me. They're my parents. She says that they'll love you, too. Shrek says that he won't be invited to the country club. Fiona wants Shrek to give them a chance. A chance to do what? Sharpen their pitchforks, he says. She says the king just wants to give uh, them his blessing. Shrek says, what? I need his blessing now? She says, yeah, if you want to be part of this family. He says, well, there's some fine print. Who says I want to be part of this family? She says, you did. When you married me. Shrek says, we're not going. And that's final. Cut to <laughs> them loading up the wagon with their luggage as they make their way to the kingdom of far, far away. So I know, like, Shrek, basically, Bachelor Ogre, all his life, he led a secluded life. And this is, like, it's been presented. These are the first people that he's let in into his life. So clearly, he never heard the saying, happy wife, happy life. Because <laughs> he wouldn't have issued that ultimatum. Yeah, he would have just exactly. been like, yes, dear, I'll help you back. Let's, you know, if we leave right now, we'll beat Rush Hour. I don't think he's ever going to get that either. He's got a very thick skull. Layers. He's like an onion. 
<laughs> Donkey is singing Rawhide as they drive away. And we get a montage of the journey. Donkey keep keeps asking, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Over and over and over again. Shrek is getting annoyed and starts copying and mimicking him. Donkey wants to keep on talking and just annoying everyone. Shrek wants Donkey to keep quiet and keep himself entertained. Donkey starts making some popping noises and Shrek absolutely loses it and screams, are we there yet? Fiona says yes and we see far, far away from far, far away. But it looks a lot like L.A. Uh, yeah, it's like a mishmash of Hollywood, Rodeo Drive, um, that's pretty much what, what they were going for. Donkey's amazed and says it's going to be champagne wishes and caviar dreams from now on. The townspeople of far, far away follow the onion carriage to the castle where the king and queen await Shrek and Fiona's arrival. The town crier announces the return of Princess Fiona and her new husband, Doves are released into the air. As they clear the frame, everyone finally sees Shrek. The fanfare stops. Everyone collectively gasps. One of the doves flies into a brick wall and falls like it was hit by a fastball from Randy Johnson. (laughs) Donkey says, why don't you just go on ahead? I'll park the car. And the carriage drives away. Shrek and Fiona start walking up the red carpet to meet her parents. Some popcorn lines here as they finish and start each other's sentences. I don't know what this is like. The tension is brewing. The hostility is brewing. The animosity. Uh, they're both letting their c- conscious and unconscious biases get the better of them. Uh, specifically the king and Shrek. They're saying the quiet parts out loud. Mm-hmm. Still think this was a good idea? <laughs> Look, Mom and Dad look happy to see us. Who on earth are they? I think that's our little girl. That's not little, that's a really big problem. Wasn't she supposed to kiss Prince Charming and break the spell? Well, he's no Prince Charming, but they do look... Happy now? We came, we saw them. (laughs) Now let's go before they light the torches. (laughs) They're my parents. Hello, they locked you in a tower. Hey, that was for my own... Good! Now here's our chance. Let's go back inside and pretend we're not home. Harold, we have to be... Quick, while they're not looking, we can make a run for it. Shrek, stop it! Everything's gonna be... A disaster! There is no way you can do this. But I really, really... Really don't want to be... Mom, Dad, I'd like you to meet my husband, Shrek. Well, um, it's easy to see where Fiona gets her good looks from. (laughs) Shrek says that he can see where Fiona gets her good looks from. The king doesn't like this joke. We cut to awkward family dinner time. Shrek is completely out of his element. The king is seething mad here. Uh, Shrek pops a snail into his mouth. Fiona burps, which there's a little trivia on that one. That burp was completely unscripted. Like she (laughs) just drank uh, a little DC, a little Diet Coke during the recording and let out this huge burp and they just kept it in. Yeah, so this has to be like, I know meeting the parents is awkward enough but when you're meeting them 
after you've married your wife and you didn't ask for their permission, their blessing, they never knew anything about you, they were expecting a completely different guy, that has to make the interaction that much more tense and awkward. Oh, for sure. And neither neither guy does anything to diffuse the situation or, you know, be the bigger man and say, you know what, for our collective love of Fiona, let's get along. Mm-mm. It's just testosterone versus testosterone. That's never going to work out. Shrek says, better out than in, I always say. They both giggle. Donkey busts into the dining room saying, do you know who I am? And he sits down at the table. King says, bad donkey, down donkey. Fiona says, it's all right. He's with us, says donkey helped rescue her from the dragon. Donkey says, that's right. I'm the noble steed. He yells for the waiter to bring him a bowl. Shrek starts to slurp some soup. That was very alliterative, that sentence. Shrek starts to slurp some soup. Completely unintentional by me. It's a great line. Turns out that bowl was for washing your hands. The queen breaks the awkwardness by asking about where they live. Fiona says Shrek owns some land. Shrek says it's in an enchanted forest abundant with squirrels and cute little duckies. Donkey says, what? I know you ain't talking about the swamp. King says, an ogre from the swamp. How original. Queen says, that sounds like a fine place to raise the children. King does a spit take and Shrek chokes on his spoon. Coughs it up and spits it across the table. Shrek says it's a bit early to be thinking about that. The king says, I agree. I just started eating. Typical mother-in-law already asking for grandkids. Literally, you, you met the dude an hour and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. You guys have barely, haven't even gotten through the first course. Everybody's still cleaning their hands in the finger bowls. And she's already like, when are you going to make me a grandmother? Huh? Yeah. Typical. Shrek says, what's that supposed to mean? King says, that sounds fine for someone like Shrek. Donkey says, I have to go to the bathroom and starts to leave. The chef comes in with some dinner and Donkey says, I can hold it. King says, I suppose any grandchildren would we... King says, I suppose any grandchildren would be ogres. Not that there's anything wrong with that. He says, assuming you don't eat your young. Shrek says, no, we prefer our children locked in towers. They continue to have a heated discussion slash argument back and forth, and they continue to destroy the dinner and make it an absolute mess. Dinner is ruined, and Fiona is pissed. She gets up and leaves the table. She goes upstairs and locks herself in the bedroom. Now she's out on the balcony and begins to cry. As a tear hits the balcony, bubbles begin to form out of nowhere and appears the fairy godmother. The fairy godmother is shocked. She says, look at you, you're all grown up. Fiona says, who are you? Fairy Godmother says, well, my dear, I'm your fairy godmother. Big musical number here as the fairy godmother tells Fiona what she's going to do to make her happy now and put her in some new clothes, get a little nip and tuck, and it goes on and on. And I, I don't remember this one being a musical either. This is like two in a row that I guess are technically musicals. We have musical numbers, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I I remember that her and like Antonio and, and their characters, they had like their songs and whatnot. But it also it's like she's, I guess, everybody's fairy godmother. Or is that just like 
her position and title. So that's like what everybody calls her. I, I'm going to say title and position, but I'm sure she deals with the collective. Yeah. Cause far, far away. Cause it's like, you could be Dr. McGillicuddy and everybody knows you as Dr. McGillicuddy, but you're not everybody's doctor in the town. Depends on or how in the, in the, in the, in the kingdom the in the is, kingdom. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the kingdom, depending on how many citizens are there, you know, there could be a ratio of like 100,000 to one, you know, who knows? Uh, Fairy Godmother makes the furniture start to sing and dance, just like in Beauty and the Beast. Shrek and Donkey bust in the room and everyone is surprised. Donkey says, you got a puppy and all I got was shampoo in my room. Fiona introduces (laughs) Shrek to her fairy godmother and says, this is my husband. Fairy godmother is taken aback and she says, this can't be possible. Fiona says, Shrek is the one who rescued me, rescued me from the tower. Fairy Godmother says, no, this can't be. Shrek says, oh, wonderful. More relatives. Like, I know that we get, get into this in, like, the next couple of scenes. But, like, if you're like, hey, I'm your Fairy Godmother. And, um, like, she knew. Well, I don't know if Fiona knew that because of her, she was in the tower. So it was, like, her freaking idea to lock her up. I think if she would have known that just from the development that we have seen of Fiona, she would have, like, judo kicked her out of the freaking castle. Another Haruken. Mm-hmm. Finish her. Wrong game. $2. Fiona says she's just trying to help. Shrek says, good, she can help us pack. We're leaving. Fiona asks, when did you decide this? Shrek says, shortly after we got here. Fairy Godmother says, all right, I'm leaving, but if you need me, I'm just a teardrop away and hands her a business card. Shrek takes it and says, we're fine here. We don't need you. We're happy, happy, happy. Fairy Godmother says, oh, I can see that. She takes off in a cloud of dust. Fiona says, you could have at least tried to get along with my father. Shrek says, he was never going to get daddy's blessing. Fiona says, it would be nice if someone asked what I want. Shrek says, would you like me to help you pack? She says, you're acting like a real, and then stops. Shrek says, go on, say it, like an ogre. He says, guess what? I am an ogre, and that's not changing anytime soon. Is it? Really? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You know what? Maybe. The Bichon Frise is just barking here in the background. Shrek looks at the dog and roars. The dog is scared out of its mind and stops barking. Probably peed a little bit, too. Yeah. Fiona starts to leave and says, I've changed a lot for you, Shrek. Just think about that. And she leaves the room and begins to cry. Donkey says, that's real nice, Shrek. He mimics Shrek and says, I'm an ogre. Shrek now heads to the door and he can hear Fiona crying through the other side of the door. So why didn't her tears, is it that her tears every time would trigger the fairy godmother to come back? So I she started exact cr- same note too. It's like, so why didn't she come back? Was she like out of the area? She needed to dial one, then start crying to be in the area. Maybe it was a butt dial. Hmm. A lot of inconsistency Mm. here from this fairy godmother. Yeah. The camera pans up to the king and queen's bedroom. King says, I knew this was going to happen. Queen is basically telling the king that he was acting like an ass. She says, this is Fiona's choice. 
King says, why couldn't she have chose the prince that we picked out for her? Does she expect me to just give him my blessing? Queen says, Fiona expects it, and she'll never forgive you if you don't. She says, I don't want to lose our little girl again. Don't you remember when we were young, when we first met, how we were? We had walked down by the lily pond. They were in bloom. The king starts to remember their first kiss and says, but it's not the same. He says, I don't think you realize, but our daughter married a monster. Hmm. Hmm. So I married an axe murderer. I, I think it all ties in together. We see the fairy godmother's carriage floating up to the balcony where the king is standing. He says, I don't see how this can get any worse. The door to the carriage flies open and the fairy godmother says, hello, Harold. The king is startled. The queen asks, what's wrong? He says, oh, nothing, just the old crusade wound acting up again. As he's heading outside to stretch for a little bit, the fairy godmother tells the king to get in the carriage. She says they need to talk. He says he's already taken his pills and they make him a bit drowsy. Fairy godmother's muscle forces the king into the carriage. He says, we can make this a quick check, I guess. Fairy godmother says, you remember my son, Prince Charming. King says, Charming, how have you been? When did you get back in town? Charming Whoa. says about five minutes ago. Spoiler alert right there. Huge twist. How can a fairy godmother have a prince as a son? So is it that she's some sort of like fairy queen and that's how she can pass down the title of prince to her son? Maybe prince is just a name. There's a prince fielder. His dad wasn't king. Oh, so we can just like, so in far, far away, they can make up any type of uh, lineage and claim false royalty. Oh, sure. That's pretty sus. I agree. I, I, be I believe this can be true because like, how come we never see like his actual like castle or anything like that? There's something there. We got to, someone has to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Maybe it's far, far, far away. Oh, uh, you don't know my kingdom, <laughs> but it's real. She doesn't go here. She doesn't go to this school. <laughs> Charming says he got back in town about five minutes ago. Do you know what I went through? I endured blistering winds, scorching deserts. Fairy godmother cuts him off and says, mommy can handle this. She says he endured blistering winds and scorching desert, and he climbed the highest room in the tallest tower. And what does he find? A gender confused wolf where Princess Fiona should have been. That's a bit problematic. A little bit. <laughs> Just a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, a little bit. King says it's not my fault. Charming didn't get there in time. Fairy godmother says, you're making me do something I don't want to do. She rolls down the window. The king asks, where are we? We cut to Friar Fat Boys, a fast food restaurant. Fairy godmother says her diet is ruined and I hope you're happy. She starts to order a bunch of comfort food. Charming says that he's going to get the medieval meal. He gets an axe with his meal. Fairy Godmother goes on to say that we made a deal. She says, I know you don't want me to go back on my part. King says, definitely not. She says, Fiona and Charming will be together or else. She says, it's what's best for your daughter and for your kingdom. The carriage heads back to the castle and the king is thrown out of the carriage. King says, what am I supposed to do about it? The fairy godmother throws the axe to him and says, use your imagination. The carriage disappears into thin air. We now cut to a person in a hood riding a horse to a tavern called the Poison Apple. 
Turns out it's the king who knocks on the door and goes inside. This bar is filled with the worst kind of people. There are pirates, headless horsemen, villains of all sorts, and he sits down at the bar. King says he's looking for the ugly stepsister. Bartender turns out to be the ugly stepsister, voiced by Larry King. Whoa, R.I.P. to um, one of the, a legend, one of the oldest Americans ever. King recognized King. And I have a note. It says, is he still with us? And I guess that was just answered. How about that? No, he, he died, I think, maybe like two or three years ago. Wow. But he was one of those people that power. he... Yeah, he looked like a very old man from, like, what, 40, 50 up until he died. He, like, had that same look. with the Yeah, he, he looked 90 for the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. King says that he needs to have someone taken care of. Ugly stepsister asks who, who's the guy. King says it's not a guy, per se. It's an ogre. Ugly stepsister says, let me tell you. There's only one fellow for a job like this. Says, where can I find him? We cut to the king going into a room with a shadowy figure who has his boots up on the table. King says, I hear you're the person to talk to about an ogre problem. A voice from the shadow says, you heard correct, but for this, I charge a great deal of money. King says, would this be enough? And tosses a bag of gold coins onto the table. A sword emerges from the shadows and slices the bag in half. And the shadowy figure says, you have engaged my services, your majesty. Now where can I find this ogre? And it is a puss. In boots. We cut to Shrek and Fiona in bed. It's 2 a.m. and Shrek cannot sleep. He starts to wander around the room and finds Fiona's diary. Basically all the entries here about how she's going to be Mrs. Fiona Charming. So... I don't know, like in the if you notice how she in the when he looked up in the canopy of the bed, it's a poster of Sir Justin, and it's Justin Timberlake. I've got a so, note on this. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the trivia. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then when he was reading the book, and we have the voiceover of Cameron Diaz, um, Mrs. Fiona Charming, Mr. and Mrs. Fiona Charming. It reminded me of the Wedding Singer Say when no Drew to, Barrymore bro. is practicing you know being julia gulia in front of like the mirror and how like it just sounds so bad to her and then she switches it to um nice to meet you i'm julia hart and how it's like flows better for her yep that just gave me like wedding singer vibes right there absolutely and cameron diaz and drew barrymore were in charlie's angels together Mm. wow Fucking ties it all together. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh my gosh, like, hello, Mike Myers and Adam Sandler were on SNL. I don't think they were on there together, but they were on that show. They were stars. Yeah, they, they, they were on the same, the same time. They were? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> so was Eddie Murphy, another SNL alum. Boom. Cameron <laughs> Diaz hosted it at least once. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. There's a knock on the door, and it's the king. The king apologizes for how he was acting and invites Shrek to go hunting with him in the morning. The king says, I know it would mean the world to Fiona. King tells him to meet him by the old oak at 730. 
We cut to Shrek and Donkey by the old oak at 7.30. The king is nowhere to be found. Shrek says that we followed the king's instructions to the letter, go to the deepest, darkest part of the woods, past a sinister-looking tree, and the bush that looks like Shirley Bassey. <laughs> Shrek says it's the one chance I had to make things right with Fiona's dad, and I screwed it up. Shrek and Donkey start to get an argument, but quickly make up. We hear some purring. Shrek says, well, 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 Donkey. I know we had a tender moment back there about the purring. Donkey says, what, I ain't purring? Donkeys don't purr. <laughs> Out of nowhere, we see the same boots from the shadowy room land in the middle of the path. It's a cat in boots looking like a musketeer with a sword. Shrek says, a cute little kitty. Come here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Donkey says, he's got a piece. Be careful, Shrek. The cat attacks Shrek. Donkey tries to help by kicking the cat, but ends up kicking Shrek in the penis. Salute, Witty. Evil, evil cat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, fuck cats. I, yeah, this 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 initial um, interaction does not do much for the anti-cat, pro-dog um, contingent out there. No, not at all. The cat says it's time to pray for mercy from Puss in Boots. Shrek says, I'll kill that cat before Puss in Boots can attack he is overcome by a hairball as puss in boots recovers from the hairball shrek picks him up by the scruff of the neck he says what should we do with him and puss in boots begs and pleads for his life he says the king paid him to do it and shrek drops puss in boots wow he just just like that was that's how easy he just gives up like the truth just like what are we gonna do to you not actually like I'm gonna beat you up. This is how I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat Put you. you. In the bathtub. I'm gonna fart on you. <laughs> I'm gonna sit I'm gonna on you. I'm gonna take away one of your lives. Mm-hmm. Nope, none of it. Shrek says, "So much for Daddy's blessing." Donkey says, "So what, Shrek? Everyone you meet wants to kill you." Shrek <laughs> says, "Maybe it would have been better off if I was Prince Charming." Puss in boots says, "That's exactly what the king said." Donkey says, Fiona knows you'd do anything for her. Shrek says, I would change if I could. I would do anything to make her happy. He quickly remembers the card from Fairy Godmother. He says, happiness is just a teardrop away. He tells Donkey to remember the saddest thing that ever happened to him. Donkey starts to remember a birthday party where they tried to pin a tail on him, telling him something about a pinata. He asks what a pinata is. Shrek says, no, I need you to cry. Puss in boots stomps on Donkey's foot and makes him cry. Shrek catches the teardrop on the business card and the fairy godmother appears in the bubble. Uh, looks like we got a voicemail. She says go to the office for a personal visit. Shrek, Donkey, and Puss in boots start to head to fairy godmother's office. We cut back to Fiona asleep in bed. The dog is licking her face and she wakes up to find Shrek nowhere to be found. So once again, that calling card, it pretty much like... So she doesn't appear, so it really is kind of like triggered by only Fiona. It's specific to her because she didn't come out. It was just a little bubble thing, and now they got to find her. Well, I mean, she it, she might be on call, so they had to call like the answering service. Mm. So maybe, she, or she could be back at was it a Friar Friar McFat Fat Boys? Yeah, she's getting some more. Um, Comfort food. Yeah. Another uh, medieval meal. 
She gets up out of bed and sees her diary open and knows that Shrek was reading her entries. We cut to the king and queen planning the royal ball. Fiona asks if they've seen Shrek. Queen says, no, maybe go ask your father. King is completely avoiding this conversation. He says, maybe he went to go look for a mud hole to cool down after your spot last night. Fiona says, you heard that, huh? King says, the whole kingdom heard you, but it's in his nature to be a bit of a brute. Fiona says, what about you? You didn't really roll out the welcome wagon. King says, what did you expect? Look at what he's done to you. Fiona says, Shrek loves me for who I am. I would think you'd be happy for me. She says, I want what's best for you. I wish you would do the same. We cut back to Shrek, Donkey, and Puss in boots, walking through the forest looking for Fairy Godmother's office. They go to the office and ask to see the Fairy Godmother. The receptionist says that she's not seeing any clients right now. Shrek improvises here and says they're from the Union for all things magical, evil, and benign. Shrek asks the receptionist if he's feeling degraded or oppressed. Receptionist says, a little, they don't even have dental. Shrek says, they're just going to have a look around and it's probably best if the fairy godmother didn't know they were there. Shrek opens the door to the factory floor to see a huge potion-making operation. So even in a land of magic, you still need dentists? You can't just be like, no more, like, fix your teeth? Like, somebody waves a wand? Well, yeah, I mean... What was the elf's name in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Didn't he want to be a dentist? Hermie? Yeah, Hermie. Mm. Right? Also, I guess they got to keep the um, tooth fairy in business. So that that's probably why she does it. There's like some sort of like fairy nepotism going on. That's why yeah. she doesn't do it. Probably yeah. like a, a money laundering scheme of some sort. There's definitely some back pay going on there. Mm-hmm. We'll kick back. Mm-hmm. We're on to you here. Very godmother. Shady, down. shady dealings here. <laughs> they find fairy godmother making a new potion. Shrek says, sorry to barge in here like this, but Fiona isn't happy. Fairy godmother says, I wonder why. Let's take a look. She starts to pull all the books from the shelf. Cinderella lived happily ever after. Oh, look, no ogres. Rapunzel. Oh, look, no ogres. Disney Snow White. Movie. No ogres. Disney movie. Hansel and Gretel. Thumbelina. Pretty woman. No ogres. I love that little pretty woman line. That was kind of a little throwaway thing, but I, I, I caught you. I caught you, DreamWorks. I see what you did there. Ogres don't live happily ever after. Shrek says, now look, lady, and points his fingers in her face. She says, now don't point those dirty green sausages at me. Salutes to Gots. Now they're face-to-face, nose-to-nose, in a real, will-they-won't-they moment. Tension. <laughs> Her assistant breaks into the room with a cart and says, here is your Monte Cristo and coffee. Shrek says, we're leaving. Sorry to waste your time. As the assistant passes a closet, Shrek grabs him and takes his uniform. Shrek is now walking the floor doing classic small tuck. TGIF, eh, buddy? Working hard, <laughs> hardly working, eh, Mac? He sneaks into the potion room. Shrek says, one of these potions has got to work. Donkey says, this is a bad idea. Shrek says, make yourself useful and go keep watch. Shrek tells Puss in Boots to look for a useful potion. Puss in Boots climbs up the wall and starts looking for a potion. He ends up finding one called Happily Ever After. Donkey Mm. has the door to the potion room wide open and they are seen by security. Some watch donkey you are. 
Yeah, like, it, isn't it like door ajar or maybe through the keyhole or um, uh, I think a, a staple before used to be, I mean, it's a cartoon, so it's not that far out. Like, use a mirror, a handheld mirror. Yeah. Or something. I mean, yeah, hell, the, the, they have mirror, mirror on the wall. He's got to be somewhere around there. Yeah, he comes out later. But, like, it was just like, okay. Because yep, I open. guess because he didn't tell him, like, the objective of you guarding the door is for us to be able to do this and not be seen. So he, yeah. he does, like, once again, it goes back to him being kind of dense about things at times and not picking up on subtlety. Puss in boots cuts open the glass with his claw and tries to get the bottle out, but the hole is too small. Hubba hubba. Glass breaks. <laughs> the potion begins to fall to the ground with Puss in boots. Donkey dives and catches the bottle in his mouth while Puss in boots lands on his feet. Alarms go off and they start to run out the room as a giant steel door begins to fall from the ceiling to seal off the room. Shrek, Donkey, and Puss in boots narrowly escape. Security now has them surrounded and begins to fire crossbow bolts at them. The three escape the factory by dumping a potion on the floor and turning all the factory workers into furniture and doves. We cut to the aftermath of the escape and Fairy Godmother is telling the factory workers who are now doves to clean up the mess. Oof. Charming comes into the room and asks what happened. Fairy Godmother says it was that ogre. Charming says, where's he? I'll kill him where he stands, and he will rue the day when he stole my kingdom from me. Fairy Godmother says, don't worry, I have a plan. So he does admit that he is a prince without a kingdom. I think because, he just did. Or, 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 like, yeah, because if you already kind of, like, have a kingdom and whatnot, I mean, I don't know, I'm trying to, like, think in the history of, like, monarchy, it's usually like to create a larger one, but if he's saying he stole my kingdom, I'm taking it as currently he doesn't have shit. He has a fake title. Um, he's not. Him being a prince is much more dubious just off of this statement. Matt Harvey, also, fake ace. Yeah, also, this is like them having to clean this up as transfigured. Uh, like employees that's definitely why they needed a union and that's why the guy like totally believed that shit when shrek yep. came up with that lie yep yeah they're not that's gonna it. get hazard pay or overtime no. for for doing that mm -mm. no and it's they're like, probably mm. getting well below minimum wage it's more like a sweatshop than it is anything yeah, yeah they're they're gonna give them the old this falls under other duties as assigned by the manager no you don't get a raise or anything for this mm -mm. there's definitely no osha here and far far away mm-mm the assistant flies in with an inventory list and says, everything is accounted for except for one potion. Fair Godmother says, I think we can make this work. We cut to Shrek, Donkey, and Puss in boots walking through the forest, talking about the happily ever after potion. If one of you drinks this, you both will be fine. Happiness, comfort, and beauty, divine. Donkey says he's got a bad feeling about this. My donkey senses are tingling. Puss in Boots says, I will take the first sip to make sure nothing happens to you. It would be my honor to lay one of my lives on the line for you. Donkey says, no, if there's going to be any animal testing going on here, that's going to be me. That's the best friend's job. Donkey grabs a bottle from Shrek and takes a sip. Donkey says he doesn't feel anything. Do I look any different? Puss 
in boots says, you still look like an ass. I had a good laugh at that one. <laughs> also, is that the job of the best friend? Um, I, I guess in like fa- in fairy things and fairy tales, is it the job of the best friend to take to pretest the potentially dangerous potion to make sure it doesn't kill the main what uh, character? I, main I, don't, hero? I don't think so. Maybe not I mean, the best friend, but definitely noble steed. Mm, yeah, because like that, like I like I know they're trying to set themselves apart from Disney, and that I don't think is in many Disney films. Where it's Correct. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I could be wrong. I haven't watched like them in a while. But I don't know. It's also bad. Like if, like the best friend. Like if you are the best friend, it's like you're always like I have to sacrifice myself for you. Like all <laughs> like the basis of our friendship is always going to sacrifice myself for you. I love you, but not that much. <laughs> Donkey says, if you drink this, there's no going back. No more mud pits. No more itchy butt. No more being an ogre. You love being an ogre. Shrek says, I know, but I love Fiona more. He downs the entire bottle. He starts to get some bubble guts and dancing swords in his tummy, and he lets out a huge fart. Storm clouds now appear, and it begins to pour. Donkey says, I'm melting. I'm melting. Shrek says, no, you're not. That's just the rain. They start walking through the forest and come across an abandoned cottage. Donkey says, don't worry, Shrek. It just seems dark right now, but that's because it's raining. He says, it's all going to be better tomorrow. You'll see and start to sing. The sun will come out tomorrow. He becomes lightheaded and faints. Shrek becomes lightheaded and faints as well. We cut back to the castle where the king and queen are in the library reading. Fiona comes in and says, I'm going to make things right. I'm going to go out and look for Shrek. We should have never come here. When I find him, we are going back to the swamp where we belong. The king says, don't do anything rash. You can't go anywhere in this weather. Fiona opens the door to leave, but faints in the doorway. Back to the cottage, we see beams of light coming from the cottage. We cut back to the castle where Fiona is now asleep in her bed. We cut back to the cottage to see there are three girls waking Shrek up. He's now a human, and he is a dish. Whoa, so, first of all, horny bonk those three chicks, because... Good lord, they act like they've either never seen a man. This is the, or or are they like you know um, the dirty stories of like the farmer's daughters? Are these those those yes. daughters? Like like they I was just like whoa, this is this is intense. Like yeah. for a kids movie, and then also like who does human Shrek? kind of look like to you did you ever be like he bears a resemblance to a mix between john c Riley and his character ralph from ralph breaks the Wreck-It ralph? ralph wreck it ralph Wreck- yeah he looks like a combination of those two which is kind of coincidence because john c Riley was the voice of wreck it ralph i had in certain moments where i was just like post plastic surgery papa john <laughs> Wow. That's problematic. But I I tried to just like stay away from that. And I was just like, I was trying to find a a decent comp. And the other one that I did have too was like very Wreck-It Ralph-ish. So once again, it adds to the Pixar, Disney, DreamWorks um, 
uh, rivalry yep. where did they take that and they were like, we're going to turn him into our own ogreish guy with a good heart that turns out to be a hero in Wreck-It Ralph. So, but much better looking. Donkey is now a stallion. Puss in boots begins to read the side effects and the warning label. He says, in order for the potion to take full effect, you must obtain your true love's kiss by midnight. Why is it always got to be midnight? I don't know. The girls say they'll be his true love. Shrek says that he already has a true love. Stallion Donkey says, you are a lot easier on the eyes, but inside you're still the same old salty cantankerous ogre you've always been. Human Shrek says, and you're still the same annoying donkey. Human <laughs> Shrek says, look out, princess. Here comes the new me, and his pants fall down. <laughs> Stallion Donkey says, we got to get you out of those clothes, and the girls are all for it. Hubba Oof. hubba. Yeah, they need, they need water. They need... A cold shower. A cold something. shower or something. Yeah, Oof, calm down, girls. Too much. Human Shrek, Stallion Donkey, and Puss wait by the side of the road. They see a carriage coming down the road, and they hatch a plan to carriage jack this ride. Stallion Donkey hits the carriage and acts like he was run over. Driver gets out, and Puss in boots holds the driver at sword point. They take the driver's clothes and his powdered wig. Human Shrek puts on the clothes, and they are way too small. The driver's son gets out of the carriage. Stallion Donkey and Puss in Boots look menacingly at the sun. We cut to Human Shrek in new clothes on top of Stallion Donkey. Human Shrek says, I'll repay you someday unless, you know, I can't find you or if I forget. And the three of them take off down the road. They arrive back in far, far away, and the kingdom doesn't even recognize them. Human Shrek catches a glimpse of himself in a storefront window, and he is feeling himself. The men want to be him, and the women want to be with him. Yeah, he already had that earlier. Um, yeah. It also must, like... Because it's a different entrance than when he came in, and he didn't want to be seen because he knew how alarming and how automatic the people were going to be. We gotta kill him! It's an ogre! Yep. Ah. And I was just like, oh, who's this bro? Like, sup, sup. They start to head to the castle and are stopped at the gate. Human Shrek says, tell Princess Fiona her husband, Sir Shrek, is here to see her. We cut to Fiona waking up from sleeping and she starts to wash her face. She looks in the mirror. She is now human. And she starts mm. to scream. Human Shrek hears this and runs into the castle. He goes into Fiona's room and there is a cloak levitating above the ground. It's the fairy godmother. She says, hello, handsome. Human Fiona runs downstairs and goes outside looking for Human Shrek. Stallion Donkey says, wow, Fiona, that potion worked on you, too. He says, it's a long story, but Shrek and I drank some potion, and now we're sexy. <laughs> Human Fiona looks on the back of Stallion Donkey and sees Puss in boots cleaning himself on his penis. She says, Shrek, Puss in boots says, for you, baby, I could be. Also, he needs to calm down, too. Oof. Lad, sexy lad and lover, I guess, playing to the stereotype. Complete stereotype playing up there. Stallion Donkey says, yeah, you wish. He tells Fiona that Shrek just went inside to look for you. She goes back inside looking for human Shrek. 
We cut to Fiona's room where Fairy Godmother locks Shrek in the room. Fairy Godmother says, where are you going, Shrek? Don't you want to see your wife? They look out the window and see human Fiona going up to Prince Charming, who is pretending to be human Shrek. He says in a ridiculous voice, trying to be human Shrek, hello, Fiona. She says, what happened to your voice? He says, the potion changed a lot, but not the way I feel about you. King and Queen come up to meet them, and they are shocked to see human Fiona in human form standing next to Prince Charming. King says, Charming? Charming kind of cuts him off and says, do you think so? He says he's looking for mom and dad's approval. He says, you never get a second chance at a first impression, but what do you think? Charming and human Fiona embrace. In the background, we see human Shrek banging on the window, yelling for Fiona. Fair Godmother's now mocking him, saying, Fiona, Fiona, I don't think they can hear his pigeon. Like, what is her thing with birds? Like, sure, yeah. her people turned into birds, and then she's like her, her like term. I don't think it's a term of endearment, but it's like pigeon. It's got, that's got to be a British thing. Yeah. We should ask Woody. I, hmm. Oh. Put no things to ponder. No things to ask Woody file. Fairy Godmother says, don't you think you've messed up her life enough already? Human Shrek says, I just wanted her to be happy. Fairy Godmother says, now she can be. She's finally found the prince of her dreams. She's a princess and you're just an ogre. No amount of potion will ever change that. Human Shrek says, but I really love her. Fairy Godmother says, if you really love her, you'll let her go. Human Shrek leaves the castle with his head hung down low and he walks to the bar. Damn, she's she's a bitch. Yeah. Absolutely. Like she busts out like the the worst cliche of love. Like if you love someone, you gotta set them free. And if it's meant to be, you're like whatever. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> At the bar, the ugly stepsister bartender says, "Why the long face?" And stallion donkey gives her a look. Like, come on. <laughs> That's the joke. Horse walks into a bar. Why the long face? <laughs> I love I love a good bar bartender joke. <laughs> Two guys walk in a bar. Third guy ducks. <laughs> Got one more? <laughs> no, that's it. Oh damn! I'm all tapped out. Human Trek says I've made a huge mistake. I should have never rescued her from the tower. Stallion Donkey says, "Are you really going to let her go? That's not like you." Human Shrek says, you can tell she really loves that pretty boy, Prince Charming. Stallion Donkey says, come on now. You think he's really that good looking? Ugly stepsister bartender says, you kidding? He's gorgeous. His face looks like it was carved by angels. Puss in Boots says, he sounds dreamy. Human Shrek says, this isn't really helping me feel better. Human Shrek says... (laughs) Cold (laughs) showers for all these It's for the best. Yeah, everyone just needs a cold shower. Right, everyone is horny AF in this entire movie. How it got a PG rating, I'll never understand. Bart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see we see someone get hit in the penis. We see the cat cleaning himself in the penis. I mean, there's a lot of raunchy shit here for a PG movie. Yeah, you can. I think you can. When it comes to like males, the insinuations of men doing things. Are a little bit more 
acceptable as opposed to like women where if it was like like deep cleavage or something like that they would well be ugly stepsister bartender had that real deep v on that gown mm-hmm. i mean yeah that's why it was like that i'm pretty like they couldn't extend the scene with the three chicks in like the barn or whatever because that would have killed it that would have been like an r cartoon or something because that's what they were trying to get up to those Human Trek says it's for the best. Mom and dad approve, and Fiona gets the man she's always dreamed of. Everybody wins. Stallion Donkey says everyone except for you. I don't get it, man. Mm-hmm. You love her. Human Trek says yeah, and that's why I have to let her go. We see a hooded person walk into the bar and ask the ugly stepsister bartender, "Is she here?" Human Trek recognizes the voice. It's the king, and he goes into a back room. In the room, Fairy Godmother and Prince Charming are there, and they ask why the king dragged them out there to meet him. King says, I don't think this is working. I think we should call this whole thing off. Fiona isn't really warming up to Prince Charming. Charming says, well, it's not my fault. I have to pretend to be an ogre. King says, you can't force people to fall in love. Fairy Godmother says, I beg to differ. I do it all the time. Whoa. Also, like... Problematic. ugly... The ugly stepsister was in the know. It seems like she, you know, she's facilitating these um, meetings between the king and these shadowy figures. So she more probably has like a good chunk of the story. And so is that part of like why she's discouraging Shrek um, from going back to Fiona and is talking up the freaking prince because she's like. Is she also getting paid? Like she's on the the fairy godmother's payroll for this shit. These hoes ain't loyal. Mm-hmm. That's why she's ugly. That's why Cinderella got inside the and, she and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gives the king a potion and says, "Have her drink this. She'll fall in love with the first man she kisses, and that will be Prince Charming." So love potion Shrek number nine. Roman numeral number nine. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. I X. Yes. Human Shrek is eavesdropping on this whole conversation outside of the window at the bar. King says he's not going to do it. Fairy Godmother says, oh, yes, you will. I helped you with your happily ever after, and I can easily take it away. She says, (laughs) is that what you want? King says, no. Fairy Godmother says, good boy. Fairy Godmother says, we have to get going. I have to do Prince Charming's hair before the ball. Charming says, thank you, Mother. And Stallion Donkey says, Mother? Oof. King Charming and Godmother look out the window to see Human Shrek, Stallion Donkey, and Puss in boots standing outside the window. Fair Godmother says, The Ogre! Human Shrek, Stallion Donkey, Puss in boots bolt out of there. Fair Godmother says, Stop them, they're thieves and bandits, and she fires a bolt from her magic wand. We cut to a wide shot of the castle where fireworks are exploding. We have a red carpet extravaganza hosted by Joan Rivers. She is introducing the VIP guests. We have Hansel and Gretel throwing crumbs. Tom Thumb and Thumbelina are right behind them, and they get swept up. We see another carriage pulling up, and it's Sleeping Beauty, who immediately passes out on the red carpet. (laughs) We now have Fairy Godmother arriving in her carriage, and she says, Can I get a whoop whoop? And the crowd replies, Whoop whoop. That's twentieth century shit right there. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I think outside of like, was it 
the I don't know. It's not even yeah. In the Jay Z song, it's like, can I get a what what? But that's as close not as it gets. No, not a whoop whoop. It's a what what. But good but lord. What, what. Mm-hmm. Also, like fairy godmother, very much look at me, Louis, like all the times. Very absolutely overly dramatic. Like this is the the what that's a ball meant for Fiona and her new husband. And she's showing up and she's stealing the whole red carpet scene from them. It's like, have your own ball be your own center of attention. Because, like, if that would happen, if she was throwing herself, like, a birthday ball and someone else stole, like, the red carpet moment or the attention, she wouldn't be down for that. She'd be, like, super livid. She would cast all kinds of curses. She would, like, put a... Yep. Like some sort of a post, something in their drink, a potion mm-hmm. that turns them ugly, turns them into a mm-hmm. fucking pigeon that ends up working for her or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, like, this isn't about you, like, metal, like another meddlesome mother-in-law, potentially. Like, calm down. Nailed it. She says, may all your endings be happy. Well, you know the rest. Salute, Robert Kraft. Orchids of Asia. We cut to Shrek's house in the swamp where the fairy tale characters are watching the red carpet extravaganza on television. We have Pinocchio, the gingerbread man, the wolf, the three little pigs, the blind mice. We now have a commercial for a show called Nights, which is basically a cop's ripoff. Also, 20th century. In the current climate, that. That's not a good show. (laughs) No. The voiceover says we have a white Bronco heading east into the forest requesting backup. (laughs) That that was so good. That was so good. I don't think we can do a a, a salute OJ so we could just say salute Ford. It's a little bit like less problematic, right? Yeah. Product placement, right? Yeah. On screen, we see human Shrek riding stallion donkey through the forest and they're being chased by a police balloon and police carriages through far, far away. They are finally arrested by the cops and are blasted in the face with a pepper mill. <laughs> I, that, that joke was so sneaky. Good. This is like conditioning that we had and we were, we would just watch cops and we would see like these, takedowns and we didn't think of them as excessive use of force or it's just like this is what the police deal with but this shit is crazy when they're like they pull the catnip from puss in boots and say that's not mine (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) stallion donkey is screaming police brutality as the cops roughing up human shrek stallion donkey and puss in boots cops will bag a catnip out of puss in boots pocket he says that's not mine the cops (laughs) put the three of them in the back of a paddy wagon Human Shrek is screaming, I just want to talk to Princess Fiona. I am her husband, Shrek. Gingerbread Man says, stop, rewind that, and they pause on Human Shrek making his classic Ogre Shrek face. So this is like Tebow, right? Because yes. I think that that was how they were able to like do it. Because not everybody had that, so it's, was, it's, it's not a feature that everybody had to like, let's rewind TV. But it's a good use of the Tebow technology. Yeah, and how Shrek got Tebow out in the swamp, that's, I don't know. Well, I don't know how he did it. Maybe, like, you know, Fiona, she's a princess. She's the one with the cash. 
right? So maybe she was able to, con- you know, pay a, a good cable installer to get all the way out there um, and, and, and do them the favor. Sure, but it's still about the infrastructure. I don't know what the infrastructure is like in an enchanted forest. Mm. Like you got to lay down some serious, you know, fiber connectivity in order for that, you know, TiVo program to work. And I don't know if the Enchanted Ford's got that. Anyway, we cut to the king. Put that on the side with all of our other questions. Yeah. You know what? Put that into the something to ask Woody file. We cut to the king pouring some tea and he is about to pour the potion into a cup of tea. He takes the tea up to Fiona's room and says, how about a nice cup of tea before the ball? Human Fiona says, I'm not going. King says, everyone is here to see you. Human Fiona says, that's not my problem. That's not my husband. I mean, look at him. King says, he is a bit different, but you'd be surprised how much people can change for the ones they love. He says, you'd be surprised how much I changed for your mother. She says, he's completely lost his mind. King says, (laughs) why don't you just give him a chance? You might like this new Shrek. Human Fiona says, it's the old one that I fell in love with. She says, I'd give anything to have him back. She reaches for the cup of tea. The king stops her and says, that one's mine. That's decaf. So she grabs the other (laughs) cup. We cut to human Shrek, stallion donkey, and puss in boots in the dungeon locked in shackles. Stallion donkey is screaming, says, you got to get me out of here. They can't lock us up like this. What about my Miranda rights? No one says I had the right to remain silent. Nobody said I had the right to remain silent. (laughs) Human Shrek says, you have the right to remain silent. What you lack is a capacity. (laughs) The fairy tale characters find Human Shrek, Stallion Donkey, and Puss in Boots in the dungeon, and they try to break them out of prison. Whoa, so how did they get there so fast? Because when they embark on the journey early on, it's like it takes forever and ever or whatever. It took. They went through different climates to get there. And... These fools, like, they saw it on the news, and this is, like, what, maybe an hour. It's a short amount of time that they get there. So It's, 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 at, least, it's at least a couple of hours. So, like, they, they, they conjured magic to, to get there? That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm suspending a lot of belief here mm-hmm. in this entire film. So, yeah, yeah if, if, if anything is going to mess with that space-time continuum, getting the fairy tale characters from the Enchanted Forest at the Swamp too far, far away in just a matter of hours, yeah, you know, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Back the to Mission Impossible theme starts to play, and we let this the escape begin. The three little pigs blow the grate off with some dynamite. Pinocchio repels down with his strings, and he's suspended in air like Ethan Hunt. He's twisting and turning, and now he's wrapped up in his own strings. Gingerbread Man slides down the strings to get on P- Pinocchio's back. <sighs> quick, tell a lie. Hello, what should I say? Anything, but quick. Say something crazy, like I'm wearing ladies' underwear. I'm, I, uh, I'm wearing ladies' underwear. Are you? I most certainly am not! It looks like you most certainly am all. I am not! What kind? It's a thong! Ow! Their briefs! Oh no, they're too! I'm not! I'm too! Alright, here we go, hang tight! Uh. Wait, wait, wait! Ow, ow, hey, hey, hey! Ow! God, I love this scene. It's, it's so good. 
It was like I remember that it was part of the commercials for the trailer. It was yep. like I'm wearing ladies' underwear. And then like nothing happens. Like and then Gingerbread is like, yes, he is. <laughs> and it's like that's in a kids' movie. <laughs> and still PG, still PG. Yeah. I I don't get it. I, I told you, it. you like with guys, a guy wearing a, a lady's thong, quite acceptable. If that had been a lady wooden puppet that wanted to be a real girl, you wouldn't be able to show that. It would be too sexual. Yep. Yeah, we don't want to over-sexualize puppets. <laughs> the gingerbread man runs down Pinocchio's nose with a key and unlocks the cuffs on Human Shrek, Stallion Donkey, and Puss in Boots. Human Shrek says, we have to go stop that kiss. Stallion Donkey says, I thought you were going to let her go. Human Shrek says, I was, but I can't let them do this to Fiona. Puss in Boots says, we'll never get in. The castle is guarded and there's a moat. Gingerbread man says, well, folks, looks like we're up Chocolate Creek without a popsicle stick. Human Shrek asks, do you still know the Muffin Man? Gingerbread Man says, sure, he's still down on Drury Lane. Human Shrek says, good. We're going to need flour. Lots and lots of flour. This is like the world's greatest baker. Much better than, than Smeddy and like Paul Hollywood and all these other people because to construct Mongo once again in like what mere minutes insane <laughs> also that guy that guy's gas bill after that night must have been like a trillion dollars yeah or maybe it was a wood-fired stove who knows oh deforestation boo bad for the environment but so great it's so problematic how could you resist not biting into him, though? I see that gingerbread. You know what? I don't like gingerbread. <gasps> not a fan. Mm. Not a fan. Well, I'll, I'll, they make great I'll... houses. <laughs> and and uh, and heroes to to scale um, a fortified fairy castle. Yeah, they go see the Muffin Man and say, "We have a huge order to fill. Fire up the ovens." We're now back in far, far away, outside of a far box. Stallion Donkey and the fairy tale characters are riding through the streets, telling everyone to get out of there. We see palm trees falling in the distance, and now we see a 300-foot gingerbread man. The townspeople see this and begin to panic. Human Shrek and Gingerbread Man are riding the giant gingerbread man as he is destroying the town. Human Shrek says, that way, Mongo to the castle. Stallion Donkey is now trying to get Mongo to chase him up the street to the castle. Which was, this was basically a complete ripoff of Ghostbusters. Honey, I blew up the kid. Oh, um, the baby. Yeah. Yep. When the giant baby is chasing the, the car up the street. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought Ghostbusters anyway. or like Godzilla destroying, insert city here. Yep. Nailed it. We now cut to the castle and Princess Fiona and Prince Charming slash fake Shrek are being announced as husband and wife. He's playing it up to the crowd, waving to everyone and winking. Human Fiona says, what are you doing? Charming says that he's just playing the part. She says, is that glitter on your lips? Charming licks his lips and says, cherry, want a taste? 
Human Fiona is disgusted and walks away. Fairy Godmother sees Human Fiona walking away back up the stairs and strikes up the band. She dedicates this song to Princess Fiona and Prince Shrek. Charming says, will you honor me with a dance, and takes Human Fiona to the dance floor as Fairy Godmother sings Holding Out for a Hero. I get That's, I guess, more of like the song for what Shrek is doing on the outside than it is for them, because it's like... Why not pick a more romantic song if the whole thing was to try to and you know crescendo to a kiss? But it's more for it's Shrek and how he's trying to save her. He's yeah from from their evil plan. It's basically some soundtrack exposition here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and once again, she's taking the opportunity to be the star of the procession yep. because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have to, I have to sing this. I have to sing this to you guys. It's not like if there was a more acclaimed singer, like the king didn't invite some famous singers from far, far away to do it. It's like, no, it's got to be me. I got I to gotta be the center of attention here. She's a real diva. Mm-hmm. As she keeps singing, Human Shrek, Gingerbread Man, and Mongo begin to storm the castle. The castle guards begin to fire flaming boulders at Mongo. Mongo begins to fight back, and we cut back to the dance floor where Charming and Human Fiona are dancing away. Cut back to the castle guards, and they begin frothing some milk and dump it onto Mongo, hoping to melt him. Lead guard says, more heat, less foam. Mongo starts tearing down the drawbridge as they dump another bucket of steamed milk on his head. His arms break off his body, and he falls into the moat. His arms block the drawbridge from closing all the way, and Human Shrek breaks into the castle. Human Shrek lowers the drawbridge to let Stallion Donkey in. As Mongo sinks into the moat, he says, Be good. Human Shrek, Stallion Donkey, and Puss in Boots race to the castle with the guards chasing after them. Puss in Boots tells Human Shrek and Stallion Donkey to go on ahead, and he will fend off the guards. He gives him some big pussycat eyes looking completely helpless. This throws the knights off guard and he attacks them with his sword as Human Shrek and Stallion Donkey escape down the hallway. Just before Prince Charming is able to kiss Human Fiona, Human Shrek says stop and tells Charming to back away from his wife. Fair Godmother says you couldn't just leave well enough alone. Human Shrek says now and the three little pigs go total angry birds here and fly through the air to attack the fairy godmother. Human Shrek tells Pinocchio to get the wand. He misses. She fires a bolt at him and turns him into a real boy. Wolf begins to huff and puff and blows her away. Fairy Godmother loses the grip on the magic wand. One of the little pigs catches it and tosses it to Stallion Donkey, who tosses it back to one of the pigs. Pig tosses it to one of the blind mice, who drops it because, you know, he couldn't see. It hits the floor, shoots Pinocchio, who turns back into a puppet. Human Shrek and the Fairy Godmother both dive for the magic wand, which bounces in the air and is caught by Puss in boots. Fairy Godmother tells Charming to kiss Human Fiona because she's already drank the potion. Charming kisses Human Fiona. He caresses her face. She caresses his face, looks lovingly into his eyes, and headbutts him in the face, knocking him out cold. King tells Fairy Godmother, I guess I gave her the wrong tea. Charming wakes up, grabs the wand, and tosses it back to his mother. Fair Godmother says, I told you, ogres don't get a happily ever after, and she fires at human Shrek and human Fiona. 
King sees this and dives in front of them to protect them. The bolt is reflected back to the fairy godmother who is incinerated and turns into thousands of tiny bubbles, tiny bubbles in the air. They fly so high, they reach the sky, and like my dreams, they fade and die. <laughs> Shout out West Ham United. The king is disintegrated, and all that's left is his armor and his cloak. We hear Frog Croak as Pinocchio says, Is he? Gingerbread Man says, Yep, he croaked. We see a frog coming out of the armor. Queen says, Harold, is that you? He says, I'd hoped you never see me like this. Stallion Donkey tells Human Shrek, and he gave you a hard time. Frog mm-hmm. King says, he's right. I'm sorry. I just wanted what was best for both of you. And now I can see she already has it. He asks for forgiveness from an old frog and gives his blessing. He tells the queen, I'm sorry. You deserve more. The queen says, you're more than I deserve. Warts and all. The clock strikes midnight. Puss in Boots tells Human Shrek that it's midnight and the potion's about to wear off. Human Shrek tells Human Fiona that if we kiss now, we can stay like this forever. She says that she wants what any princess wants, and that's to live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Human Shrek leans in for a kiss, and she stops him. She says, with the ogre that I fell in love with. Puss Ooh. in Boots says, whatever happens, I must not cry. <laughs> As the clock strikes midnight, Human Fiona and Human Shrek are levitated into the air with Stallion Donkey, and they turn back into their original forms. Ogre Shrek says, you still look like a noble steed to me. Ogre Fiona says, now where were we? Ogre Shrek says, oh, I remember. And they start to kiss. Puss in Boots says, hey, when are we having a fiesta? He and Donkey start to sing Live in La Vida Loca Mm -hmm. and roll credits. We have a post-credit scene here. Donkey is sad and alone on stage. We see the dragon flying in. He says, baby, where have you been? And he apologizes for how he was acting like an ass. She is quickly followed by a bunch of donkey-dragon hybrid babies. And Samuel L. Jackson recruits them all to be in the Avengers. Roll (laughs) rest of the credits. We have some trivia here. The producers swear that when they decided to put a Justin Timberlake poster above Princess Fiona's bed, they had no idea that Cameron Diaz had just started dating the singer in real life. Timberlake was given a role in Shrek the Third in 2007. Yeah, I think uh, he was, was it uh, Arthur? He's supposed to take over the kingdom for the dying dying King Harold. Yep. And yeah, she and Justin kind of, they dated from 2003 to 2007. So their relationship spans Shrek 2 and Shrek 3. Crazy. Ogre, I, rem- happy I, ever after. I, I remember that because I was just like, was that one of the ladies like they were together right because you it's been a while it's been 18 years it's been a while you know you forget and then i just like yeah they dated they were an it couple for a while because i think that was i think for him it may have been post britney and then after him i don't know if that's when she did when she dated a rod or like whatever yeah she had sounds about right yeah. Well, and it was kind of problematic, at, or not problematic, but she was older than him. She was so much older than he was. Yeah. Yeah. She anyway. likes those. She likes the, them younger because I think the guy that she's married to the the one of the guys from Good Charlotte, he's also younger than her. 
Her and uh, yeah. Nicole Richie are sister-in-laws. Yep, that's correct. There are some other spoofs of famous signs and stores in the background of Far, Far Away. We have Burger Prince, Burger King, Old Navy, Old Navy, Far, Far Away sign, which is the Hollywood sign. We have Saxon Fifth Avenue, Saks Fifth Avenue, Romeo Drive for Rodeo Drive, Verse Archery for Versace, <laughs> Gap Queen for Gap Kids, Farbucks hey. Coffee, Starbucks, Friars Fat Boy, Bob's Big Boy, Big Boy, Tower of London Records for Tower Records, Baskin Robin Hood, Baskin Robbins Ice Cream, FFPS for USPS, Barney's mm. Old York, Barney's New York, New York, Abercrombie and Witch, Abercrombie and Fitch, FFAPD for Far Far Away PD. There are numerous references here to King Harold being a frog throughout the movie. He has a painting of his human self standing over a pond next to his bed. His wife remembers him on their first date by Lily Pond, mm-hmm. their first kiss. His bed sheets and most of the furniture are leafy green. Above his and Queen Lillian's bed hangs a giant tapestry of a pond filled with lily pads. A female frog in the bar asks mm-hmm. him, do I know you? He calls Queen <laughs> Lillian Lily, as in Lily Pond. Oh. Godmother threatens to send him back to the pond if he doesn't get Fiona and Prince Charming together and fall in love. The king's revulsion to living in a swamp hints at his own living in one. When the king offers Princess Fiona a cup of tea, he tells her that he's changed a lot for her mother. Harold later mentions to Fiona that people change for the ones they love and that she'd be surprised just how much he changed for Queen Lillian. Of course, he means quite literally changing from a frog into a human. When Mongo is drowning in the river, he says to the gingerbread man, be good, a reference to E.T., the extraterrestrial from 1982, when E.T. is bidding farewell to Elliot. And at the beginning of the movie, Donkey says he left Dragon because she was in a really bad mood lately. This hints at her pregnancy, and that's why she returns to Donkey with children at the end of the movie. Yes, because all pregnant ladies are grouchy and bad moods. Always. Not Mrs. Beep. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I mean that quite literally. She, she was fantastic. All right, let's get into our, our ratings here. And just as a recap, we have, yeah, one of my favorites. I'm going to watch this one every time it's on. Meh, you know what? Once is probably enough. Or feh, get all the way the hell out of here. Go far, far away with that movie. <laughs> Jeanette, what is your rating for Shrek 2? Oh, man. So for me, it's a yeah. So when this movie came out in 2004, this was like the banger kids movie um my niece she had just turned one i had just had my son in 2004 so this was her like the shrek movies were what she liked to watch and what she enjoyed uh you know she was like fiona fiona you know yeah. uh and she liked like the soundtrack for both of them she loved it she would hear um where with uh what is it the any of the songs like did it not necessarily the ones that they covered but even the originals and she knew that they were shrek she loved them they made them happy they made her happy so a lot of fond um memories of this movie from when my niece and my son were really really little and how they got the jokes and it's good nostalgia it has the good jokes for the adults with like the double entendres and whatnot and It also, I think, is it starts the path of the animated movies where the 
the female lead, the princess, is not entirely beholden to the man. Yeah, exactly. Where Fiona is a woman of her own mind, where she says things like, "Why doesn't anybody ask me what we what I want?" and she keeps on telling her dad that she loves Shrek for who he is, and she tells it to him. So, and that spawns the current evolution that we have, like with Disney and the Elsas and all that stuff. So it it, it is forward thinking, and I also love all of the gags where they spoof Disney and other like properties, like um, cops and Spider Man and all that other stuff. So it's good, like yeah. pulp pop culture stuff uh so yes 10 out of 10 times i'll watch it uh it, for me it's, this was like the least amount of notes that i took in the movies that we've done because i was just enjoying myself and i'm like okay i'm like i should remember to like talk about blank uh i'll try to remember and then i like i try i went back <laughs> and i try to do a note and yeah. like and then i'm just like oh it'll come back to me but no it was so enjoyable like I, I was just like I can't believe like I had like I said I had very little notes, fast watch, totally loved it. Yep, I completely agree with everything you said there. This one is an absolute yeah for me. We're gonna sweep this one. Love the adult humor mixed in with the you know humor for the kids. I uh, I showed this to uh, Beep number one. She loves it. She was dancing around with all the songs. I'm. I'm in. I haven't seen this one in a very long time, and I enjoyed it just as much now as I did when it first came out. So this one is a full sweep. Yeah, let's go. Sweeping it. And that's going to do it for this episode of Lauer After Hours Presents Cinema. We will catch you next time. Bye, con Dios. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.